0: Welcome to episode 104 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. you found the show where I talk to the creators of Certified and Bonafide, Good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talked to Steve and Jen from the Dilly Dallies, and they are certified and bona fide. And what you just heard was their song, Walking Around with Giants. If you like that tasty little clip, then you're going to like the whole song, which you can listen to all the way through at the end of today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. I had stuffing with my gravy and gravy with my stuffing. I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for family. I'm thankful for Mrs. Good Stuff. I'm thankful for the Good Stuff Kids. And I'm thankful for you, listeners, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Hope you're enjoying a great start to the holiday season. Hope that Black Friday was kind to you if that was your thing. Hope Cyber Monday was kind to you if that was your thing. And I hope everyone's going to do some do some friendly donating on Giving Tuesday. I know we're going to in the Good Stuff family. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. As always, you can find everything you need at www.goodstuffpod.com. All the old episodes are available on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and certainly on the website, goodstuffpod.com. If you want to drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. You can find me on all of the social media things at goodstuffpod. But enough about that. Let's talk to the dilly-dallies.
1: Good stuff.
0: It is my pleasure to welcome Steve and Jen from the dilly-dallies to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you all today? We're great. Yeah, great. great. Thanks. Awesome. Well, we, we actually established early on that we're not too far from each other. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we're making it happen through the magic of FaceTime. So how did you all come to be like there's a there's a backstory here which i think is a, a little bit different and pretty interesting how did you all come to be the dilly dallies and hold on my four-year-old found me
2: we have we have a song called hello i am four
0: she she said they have a song called hello i am four can you yeah. believe that
2: Real.
0: it's about when you turn
3: four years old and then you tell your two-year-old self all the stuff you're gonna learn
0: it's a, here can can we put this in can you hear them because oh. oh. i don't know if you can. <laughs> it's it's can you hear that they said it's about Can you hear us? Can you hear It's them?
3: about a it's a song about when you turn four years old and you write a letter to your two year old self about all the stuff you're gonna learn.
0: If you could go tell your two year old <gasps> self- What stuff. would you what would you tell two year old Aviva? Um I would tell two year old
2: Aviva. Um if you would ever
0: love a card. I don't know what she just said, but it <laughs> was... love love A leprechaun something about a love... Love card? Yeah. Love a card. Oh. Do you have any questions for them? Maybe you could help me start the interview. They're called the Dilly Dallies. Do you want to know how they got their name, the Dilly Dallies? Yeah. yeah why, why don't we start there? Let's try to incorporate this. Okay. How did we get our name, the Dilly Dallies? As
2: a re- well, you, you had the name when I joined. so.
3: Um, I think because I wanted something kind of fun. And, um, you know, kids just dilly dally all day. <laughs> like, you know, when you go on a walk with a three-year-old, it's not just a walk, it's a stroll. It's a look at every flower. It's a look at every item on the ground. Look what I found. It's a beautiful rock.
2: I'm gonna take home this I'm gonna take home of tan of junk bark. that somebody has oh, right? yeah. abandoned. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. put
3: this in my pile <laughs> in my bedroom. Um, and it's just basically you're the dilly dallying all the time. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of you know how we came up with the name.
0: Yeah, that's um we uh we I know that experience. That's a shared experience yeah. for, for parents. <laughs> Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. I, I'm going to edit this. Maybe we'll try this again. All right. <laughs> Vivi, you're not helping. You're not helping. So dilly dally. And that happens all the time. on walks, All the time. Getting the time. ready for school, eating breakfast. Oh, eating like, breakfast. Yeah. Even even when you're going to do something fun they want
3: to do. Like, I'm going to take you to a movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. And, like, yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's go to the movies. Okay. Say bye to the Dilly Dallys. Bye. 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 Okay. So yeah, <laughs> right. that's the crazy part. Something fun, going to the movies, or right? And the,
3: they don't understand the movie starts at a certain time. Right. And like you're saying, look, come on, the movie starts at three forty-five. We got to go. It's three thirty, and they're like, yeah, but look, look at this rock. Yeah, that's because
2: they have <laughs> no concept of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it's crack as, in the building. Right. Exactly. Like as parents, it's funny. Like, do you, do your kids have and then we'll get into the into the stuff. But do your kids have any like collections? Oh, yeah. The, right. Like multiple collections, multiple collections. collections. Yeah.
2: yeah. My son likes to collect washers. Like if he finds a washer on the street or something, you know, yeah. like the little, yeah, yeah, around, little, little, yeah. little thing. Yeah. He's got like a collection of washers. <laughs> <laughs> this is so precious. I'm like, it's a washer. You yeah. can go to a hardware store and buy like, you
0: For know, a, a whole bag like of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Like the Aviva, who just helped us start the interview. She, yeah. um, she's like a mini hoarder in a weird way. Yeah. Like she has <laughs> backpacks, like all of her backpacks are just like filled with stuff. And like, I opened her drawer in her nightstand and it's filled with like, Kleenex, not used Kleenex, just like clean, <laughs> clean, Nexus. clean Nexus, exactly. Okay. I was
3: yeah, I was cleaning ahead. underneath my dinner table the other day, and I found a collection of items on underneath the table on one of the like leg like <laughs> platforms of just stuff. And um, I was like, what is all this stuff? And Jude was like, oh, I'm just keeping that for later. I'm like, how long has that even been there?
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, that's amazing. Yeah. so the the Dilly Dallies comes from a place of true and honest parenting truth. And that's uh, that's pretty amazing. So <laughs> so let's uh, let's keep going in that vein. How did you all come to be? I mean, there's backstory for each of you. You know, musically, I'd love to hear a little bit of that. And then like sort of what pushed you in in this direction?
2: So I was um dilly-dallying on Facebook one day
0: <laughs> and uh
2: I found a video that a musician friend of mine named Matt had posted and um it was a video of them playing at a preschool for like an end of the year concert and I just shot him a message and I was like hey you know um if you ever have any want or need for a female vocalist like I'm down I'm home you know I'm not doing much taking care of kids whatever um let me know and so I think it was like a week later, um, I auditioned for them, and uh, Matt. Since then, had he moved to the North Bay, and um, we knew we wanted to record an album at that point. So we knew that uh, we either had him on it, and he was a consistent member and stayed with us, or. You know we had to let him go so we parted ways amicably we're uh-huh. still friends with him everybody's mm-hmm. still friends um, very
0: important yeah. yeah
2: yeah 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 um but he has a very, he had a very specific sound like he played like banjo and accordion
0: uh-huh. and
2: you know it, it would be hard like if he ended up leaving the band to be like "Oh, to re- we're totally different
3: yeah right. So,
2: right. um so that's how it ended up just the two of us
3: cool. yeah we, yeah and um yeah, before that, even though, um, I mean, I was, I've was i been a musician my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a drummer primarily, and um, I went to music school and stuff like that. And when my son was taking naps, I couldn't play drums. Right. So I, I started <laughs> playing the baritone <laughs> ukulele, uh-huh. which, um, you know, satisfied my musical cravings while he was napping. And I started writing some silly songs. And my wife said, hey, these songs are really good. You know, you should think about, like, you know, playing them live and stuff. And I was like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. But I'd never been a kind of like singer songwriter, guitar player, you know, ukulele player. So I was kind of nervous, but, um, but I just kind of interviewed a bunch of my musician friends and Matt was one of them. And this is Mm -hmm. how I found Matt, And he was also like part-time working dad. And so I thought it'd be great to play with him. And, and that's, and then when I met Jen though, I really wanted the band to be more diverse, not, not just two white guys, but um, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, Having a male and a female, I think it's really important for yeah. kids, especially, you know, to see that you're not just two dudes or not just two women, but, uh, you know, a, a male right. and a female right. singing and playing. And, and Jen plays, has learned to play a bunch of instruments actually in the band. Okay. Yeah, I'm a voice
2: by nature. So I studied, um, I've been studying since I was eight years old. I started out doing classical and musical theater stuff. and oh, cool. Um, from there, I went to college and I studied drama with a minor in vocal performance. So I've always been a vocalist and done a ton of musical theater. So I'm, I'm the one out of the two of us who's always been used to being on stage and like performing. And um, and I've done a kid's show here and there too. So, you know, that was sort of like we each, it was really cool because we each brought like different strengths to the band. Yeah. So, but yeah, Steve has taught me, cause since he's a percussionist, how to play the glockenspiel and like, who knew that playing a tambourine could sometimes be hard, you know I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's things hard. Things like that, yeah. that I've really learned to sort of master for the band, like at the skill set it needs to yeah. be for the band.
0: I think so. we, we have a good teachable moment here. And that is for those listening, what is the glockenspiel? Oh yeah. <laughs> good
3: question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. A
3: uh, glockenspiel is, Kind of like a xylophone. Everyone knows what a xylophone is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, xylophone, Every kid has one. Right. Xylophone, <laughs> a real xylophone would have wooden keys. A glockenspiel has metal keys. Got it. Yeah. Um, so it's the same setup. You play it with mallet. Um, and you can use different types of mallets on it to get different sounds. But it is kind of a piercing, loud sound. <laughs> um and so, um, <laughs> you know, it can't be used all the time, uh, but it. But for children, actually, it draws their attention in oh, they love it. the way in yeah. a way that like a piano doesn't quite do it. They hear piano all the time. A guitar yeah. doesn't quite do it, but they hear that Glockenspiel start playing notes. They like all their eyes look at the stage and they want to see what what is this instrument they're hearing. Um, so we actually try to use a diverse range of instruments in the band um, live as much as we can. So Glockenspiel is one of them. Yeah. We play. Um, Shakers and tambourines. um We use uh, vibra slap, which,
2: which the kids love too It's another
3: loud yeah. percussion instrument. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and um, and then on our album, actually, we recorded a bunch of bunch of instruments: marimbas and vibraphones mm. and concert bass drums, gong. <laughs> <and> trium- <laughs> there's a. We're we, pointing goes, the other way. right? The list goes on and on. We yeah. happen to record in one of my old students. um He's a, a professional classical musician now yeah. and he has all these classical instruments in the studio we recorded. Uh-huh. So I was just like, Hey Nick, can we just use all these? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> he yeah. was like, Go for it. So, so we fun. had we had a whole classical music. I mean, he studio. had like
2: eight tambourines or something like that <laughs> hanging on the wall. Yeah. It's like Eight tambourines.
0: Tambourine? Yeah. Apparently. Apparently, <laughs> Apparently, this guy needs eight, needs eight. He needs eight. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a pro, you never know. You might need like the tambourine that's in this particular jingle. jangle. Yeah, exactly. right? yeah. Um, they, I think
2: they have different sounds. Yeah, yeah. So
0: well, that's that's so cool. Like a real thought and and effort put into different kinds of instruments you know it's not just guitar it's not just bass and drums and vocals but like all yeah. kinds of do you like and um i am sort of hesitant to answer this question but in the, of the live setting if the glockenspiel is there do you say to the to the audience like hey this is a glockenspiel, yeah. Says, yeah. glockenspiel. Oh, yeah. okay yeah. good that's awesome yeah, yeah.
2: usually we start it with does anybody know what this instrument is
1: uh-huh.
0: and then
2: they all yell Oh, it's a xylophone. A xylophone. And we're like, yeah. yeah, sort of. And then we explain the difference. So yeah. it's it's fun. It's a nice teaching moment.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So um so you guys come together as a songwriting team, right? So the, the music comes from somewhere, the songwriting comes from somewhere, and I think that your perspective is is uh is interesting and, and it's it's um and I'm, I'm not going to put – I'm going to say it and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but then I'd love to hear it, that yeah. you guys try to write from the perspective of the kid. And there's a lot of examples of that. But you also try to write from the real perspective of the parents. If that's – like – so elaborate on that a little bit.
2: So Steve can because Steve is the real mastermind of the uh-huh. uh, songwriting.
0: Okay. So
3: I did most of my songwriting while Jude was in the bathtub. Uh-huh. When, um, you know when he got to an age where he could play by himself but I couldn't leave the restroom I had to sit there uh-huh. while he played in the bathtub for half an hour and it <laughs> got really boring so I so I just started sitting there with my ukulele writing songs and I would riff off of whatever he was talking about uh-huh. and whatever we did that day so as a stay-at-home dad we would do things like go to the zoo and go to the park and you know go to children's play spaces or just meet a friend at a coffee shop whatever it was that we did um read books and Act, he went through a big acting phase. So we'd act like animals and stuff like that. Wow. And um, so I would just kind of riff on ideas of things we did that day and then things he would say because he would just be talking to himself in the bathtub. <laughs> and so we have a song, as an example, like Mystery Injury, uh-huh. where you know he just started talking about these mystery injuries on his leg, these bruises that like he didn't know where they came from, right? Just because uh-huh. he's a kid uh-huh. and he's running around. And so I wrote this whole song called Mystery Injury about these injuries that they get that they don't you know i don't know where it came from it just got on me it's just there now (laughs) and um and so like so a lot of the songs are from that perspective from from him and then also from me so like you know what did i what how did i feel about um what what we did today as an example the song weekend is about Mm -hmm. how i felt like i was pretending it's the weekend every day because i'm just going to the zoo and you know my wife i kind of felt bad because my wife would get up at five in the morning and get dressed and go to work and i'd be like oh just rolling out of bed at seven like what do you want to do dude? like yeah. hanging out with pjs all morning and then let's go to the zoo all right and it just felt like this is a weekend activity that i get to do every single day wow. so it just felt like we were pretending it was the weekend and so i wrote a song about that you know um so almost all our songs come from that perspective of yeah, like
2: all organic They're yeah all right. organic experience right. Yeah. right
3: some of them come from hanging out with friends too i have a song on our new album is called little tiny toes And at the time I only had one child, but my friend, uh, I was hanging out with um, her and her two kids and I was just watching her interact with her two kids and um, how much she loved their kids. And she was like playing with her kids toes. And, and I wrote this whole song "The little tiny toes about how much she, people love their children. And, um, and it's, but it's really about her and her kids, but it, you know, it works for everybody. And Mm -hmm. at the time I only had one child, so it's plural you know um the song is about multiple children right. but it's definitely not about mine because i only had one at the time
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: but so yeah so it- that that's great i mean every every parent loves their kids toes. like that's the best um the best. Yeah. right and and the yeah. one that i um the, the one that i locked in on from from the parent perspective side mm. was uh sleep in and that's on the first uh-huh. record and you, i mean I will say that your attitude <laughs> towards being woken up by your kids on the early side is much different than mine. so, <laughs> so like I, I you explain the song a little bit and then um, I think the if, if everyone's listening to you explain what it's about and then uh, just imagine the opposite that's how I feel but I want some of your I want some of your positivity so so take it away.
3: Yeah. So sleep in is about how we've given up the right to sleep in. Like we chose to have a child and we have friends have children and we've seen children and we know the children were going to wake us up. And so it's hard being woken up early in the morning (laughs) for, you know, however many years that goes on. Um, But we gave up that right. And we're glad that we gave up that right because we'd rather have our children. In our lives, than have that extra hour of sleep. Now that I, I will say, that's not
0: always extra hour two or two. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> on, five. five two like, let's hours. think about when we were when we were 23 on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right?
3: On I mean, <laughs> on a Sunday morning after a, a Saturday night with your friends, and yeah. you know, your kid wakes you up a little earlier than you normally. They normally would even get up. Yeah. It is rough, and of course, but at the end of the day, after you get through the grogginess, like it, it's not hard to realize that you're. You're much more happy having your child, you know, in your life. Yeah. And, and they yeah. bring so much joy to you that, yeah. you know, giving up that right is, is you, you would never give it back, you know? Totally. Um, and, and you will get it back is the other thing. As an adults, we can we can realize that now my kid is yeah. almost eight and he's actually sleeping in.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. you know, yeah, so we, I have an eight year old too. He doesn't sleep. He was up at like five forty five. Oh, whatever. That's what like. I, was gonna say,
2: I have I have a seven year old and well, yeah, yeah. almost eight year old. Our kid, our sons are about a week apart. Too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So, and when we first started the band, they would run around and play while we would rehearse. It was uh-huh. really
0: fun. Oh, that's. True. Um.
2: But yeah, my son does not sleep in as well. Yeah. He's like six thirty.
3: So I also had to do some math on that song. Uh, there's
0: one <laughs> Uh-oh. There's
3: song about fourteen hundred and. 60 days of waking up or something like that yeah i had to figure exactly how old my son was at that moment when i wrote the song to see how many days he had woken me up yeah every single day yeah Yeah. and like
0: Um, and like so here's the music nerdy side of me that comes out so that's like it's in a major key but when you hit that minor chord it's like i i mean you know i was like listening to the lyrics really intent and and just, Mm -hmm. just sort of like yeah this is nice and then you like it's a simple thing, right? It's a simple songwriting thing. You go to the minor, but it was like, it was like a, a gut churner in a gray. Yeah, okay. I was I like, you Oh, now, you can't see me. But I was like, I'm wiping my eye a little bit because it was like, what a is real, that in my eye? Yeah, it's dusty in, in in my bedroom studio. But like that was a, that was really like a beautiful thing. You know, it's, it was, it was a little, and I'm going to give you like a heap of praise right here. It's like a little okay. Neil, Neil Young kind of thing. Like oh, so nice. simple. such a simple turn. So, um, And, you know, and it resonates as a parent in all that. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, I will will
3: also say one other thing. I've had parents come up to me and say that that song is preventing them from having
0: another child. (laughs) 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 Every time the
3: discussion comes up, they listen to that song. They go, yeah, forget it.
0: (laughs) uh, Oh, man. Um, So... So well, thanks for for thanks for that, like putting words to all that, and it's a different perspective. And you know, uh, we all wake up grumpy and a little groggy sometimes. Yeah, and, and it's nice to you know remember remember the words of the dilly dallies It's not that bad. Like it's perspective. Yep. Wouldn't have You'd it any other it. way. You chose. You'd, it. this was your decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So so and then there's the songs from the kids' perspective, and and yeah. so let's shift to the uh, the new record. Um, which is brilliantly titled "Walking Around with the Giants," and oh, yeah. um, so who are all
2: these big people. <laughs> yeah, who are
0: these big people? So like, so I I, um, I was listening to "I Get Up" as one of the examples, but may- maybe like talk a little bit about um, what you're what you're proud of about this album and and some of the songs that you're really excited about.
2: Oh, gosh, what are we proud of about this album? Well, again, it's all organic and it all comes from experiences that we have had or that Steve has had and then written. And so what we do is then when he writes a song, he brings it to me. And um, and then I throw all the harmonies on there. Um, Sometimes he works out the glockenspiel melody. Sometimes I do it. We do it together. Um, So it's a real collaborative effort. And this time around, I mean, our first album was awesome. We loved it this time around. There was something even more like this music was all ours, which is something that I'm super proud of. Like, you know, Matt was around in the beginning with the first album. So he had worked on that a teeny bit in the very beginning, not the writing aspect, but the creative aspect of building the song. Um, and so this was just us, which I think is really awesome. Um but what are we proud about, Steve? What else are we proud about?
3: I mean, I like, I'm proud of the songwriting. I mean, as, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a newer songwriter, you know, over the past four or five years, actually writing songs, I, I feel like the songwriting has, you know, not to, you know, blow my True own horn, horn here, but like, uh, you know, it's, yeah, I, I feel like the songwriting has gotten better, more creative yeah. um, and more interesting. And yeah. then also, like Jen said, like the first album we really wanted to get something out really quick. And all the songs had already been written. So we just kind of, you know, we threw some harmonies on there and we we put out a quality album we were proud of. With this one, we spent more time coming up with harmonies, more time, working on a third harmony, um, you know, a third percussion part that we can't even play that stuff live. Yeah, we can't do it live. Yeah. But we wanted the album to sound full and, and, you know, hear what, what, what is in our head, even though we can't reproduce that live because we're only two people, but we wanted it to sound like this is what we want, uh, you know, in a perfect world. If we get to play on the Grammys and we hire a band behind us, we would have, you know, four background singers singing all these harmony parts. And, you know, um, so that, so I think I'm really proud of that, of, like the songwriting and, and the way the, the way it came out with all the harmonies and stuff. And it's super,
2: cre- it's creative. I mean, like we were in the studio and recording one of the songs and, you know, it was, a, we had a kazoo section on it. And then I was like, dude, what about instead of a horn section, we have a kazoo section. You know, and like we like layered the kazoo. And I mean, who who does that? Yeah. That's totally uh, you, next. You you do, it, you do
0: that. I mean it was so
2: much it was so much fun. And we came up with that on the fly when we were in the studio and things like that. I mean, again, we can't reproduce it live unless we have a full band behind us, but right. hopefully someday we'll get there. Right. Um but it's just it's just a creative album and the songs, I mean like Closet Monster Dance Party. Oh yeah I mean You know, kids are always talking about these closet monsters and they're scared of them. But we flipped it around and we're like, what if they're just having a party Yeah, and they just want to hang out with you? I mean, it's a closet monster, sure. But, like, they're having a party and they're having a good time. Let's join them. You know, I mean, it's just really... Funny
3: side note about that song. It was not supposed (laughs) to be a dance party at the end. The original version just stayed with the scary closet monsters. And then my wife said, um... You should make that happy.
0: At the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is not oh, a. Yeah. T- this is not a time for darkness. <laughs> right?
3: Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. So <laughs> then it changes to a party at the end. You know, yeah. and it was
2: really fun too to bring kids in on this album too. Like we yeah. got um, his uh, one of his friends' sons to join us, and my girlfriend, her two daughters came, and our kids came. And we like had the kids singing on a couple of the songs or (laughs) singing or yelling, Yeah, Um, you know, and then they did like a little skit at the end. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really, that was fun. That was a lot of fun to have that creative aspect of it too.
0: That's that's great. Um, And the record is out and just came out today. So as of September 22nd, it's available wherever you get your, uh, wherever you get your music. And I noticed on your website, you guys have a very Radiohead-like move where people can pay what they want for, for the album. I don't know if that's for this one or for the, that's the first for, record. For the, old, for the first album, you can yeah. pay what you want. Yeah, yeah uh, cool. so
3: I think I think it's down to like, I think that 10 cents is maybe
0: the least you can pay. I don't know, maybe it's even
3: free. Yeah. But yeah, I have a thing about, you know, music these days is... Um, it's tough. People don't want to pay for it. You know, they want to listen. I, I teach drums to teenagers and none of them buy music at all. They all right. just go
0: to YouTube. Like or, YouTube uh, and now we have,
3: and now we have subscription services. I mean, I'll be honest. I subscribe to Apple music so I can yeah. hear anything I want anytime. Mm-hmm. And, um, hold, hold on I'm time. Still-
0: out. shout out, Apple music, find these guys. Let's help them out. Dilly <laughs> dally's on Apple. Yeah, music. Seriously. There <laughs> you go.
3: Yeah. And I mean, like I, um, you know, I still buy records of bands, my favorite bands. So when uh-huh. when they release an album, I'll buy the record. But but for the most part, I just want to hear unlimited music. And I, uh-huh. I feel like most people are like that. They just want music all the time and they want to be able to hear whatever they want anytime. So right. like putting it on there and saying like, "Look, you can pay whatever you want." It's kind of like I already made the album, you know. Right. So I in a perfect world, yes, everyone would pay $10 and buy the album and have a physical copy of the CD and be great. But that's not you know, ever, if everyone else is just going to go listen on YouTube. So if I said you have to pay this amount of money, they're going to like, well, I'm not going to, I'm just going to yeah, listen on YouTube. Right, you know,
0: exactly. Yes, totally tough. So what are, what are some of those favorite bands? I mean, this is, this is just out of curiosity. For oh YouTube. yeah. Um,
3: I mean, I think Jack Johnson is one of my favorites, um, uh-huh. which makes sense given the dilly dally sound. And yeah. Stuff like totally. that. Uh-huh. Um, but I also like a lot of, um, like old stuff like the Beatles. I like a lot of oldies. My dad used to listen to, uh-huh. um, and then the Beach Boys, one of my favorite groups. Oh,
2: That's awesome. I love the Beach Boys. Yeah, I grew great. up listening to them too. Yeah, me too. Um, and I like uh, Jason Mraz has always been a favorite of mine. So uh-huh. again, a singer songwriter. Yeah. Um, and I also I listened to a ton of musical theater. So because <laughs> I'm a musical theater geek. Uh-huh. Um, so that, and then I just, I mean, I listen to pop music on the radio. Ed Tieran is a new favorite and, okay. you know, I mean, stuff like that. Cool. So I, I'm a big fan of the singer songwriter genre. I've yeah. been listening to it for years and years and years.
0: Um, so. Awesome. So from the musical theater side, what is uh, what is your what is your show that you're into right now?
2: The show I'm into right now. Um, I have a lot of favorites. Some of my uh, my new favorites are um, Kinky Boots. Mm-hmm. Um, which is written by Cyndi Lauper, who used to be <laughs> oh, one of my yeah, yeah. artists when I was a I kid. I didn't know she
0: wrote so, that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She did the music, and um, and then I also really like uh, Finding Neverland, the story of J.M. Barry, mm-hmm. uh, who wrote Peter Pan, and um, again a kid theme.
1: <laughs> right. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah great. I
2: mean, like, um, yeah. So uh, those are a few of my favorites.
0: Okay. Yeah. So here's the. Um... Here's an, a sort of off the wall question, Jen. I'm going to put you on the spot because, but this seems to be okay. in your in your wheelhouse. Which okay. of the songs on the new record would you love to make a huge stage production out of? Wow, that's
2: a really good question. <laughs> um, a huge stage production of probably "Walking Around with Giants," the title song. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, I,
2: that would be really cool because you know you think of a child's perspective and. Adults are, are giants. They're huge, right? And yeah. they're like, why are these people feeding me and cooing at me? And why are they all up in my face touching all my
1: the time?
0: Face. Touching, me? Yeah, touching I mean, my like, face. I, I think um,
2: you, could do, you could do a huge spectacle with that for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: That's a great, great answer. Cool. All right. So um, how, do we, how do people who have not found the dilly-dallies yet, how do we find you? Where, where are you so we can find and follow, et cetera?
2: We're everywhere.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we have a website, the um, thedillydallys com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook, um, and we, uh, if you want to hear it, buy our music, iTunes, Amazon, any major retailer. Um, we have a YouTube channel um, with a. We just put out a music video for our song "Superhero," which cool. is an animated video of mm-hmm. us. Um, but mostly we try to drive traffic to our Facebook and our website. Yeah. Um, that, that's our two main things. We put all our videos on our on our website. Um, sometimes we record ourselves rehearsing on the beach or in the living room and just kind of put it up, up there. Um, awesome. So, yeah, um, we also do a radio, a Alameda Community Radio Program.
2: KACR 96.1 <laughs> FM.
3: Um, it's a, <laughs> It's it's a new new radio station in Alameda. It's, like I said, Alameda Community Radio. Uh, And we do a children's program there. We just recorded our second episode for them. Um, And we get to play our friends' music, children's music. We get to play our children's music. And we talk about, you know, things that are happening around Alameda and, toys and yeah. kids can submit topics. That's, um, that's
1: a fun one. That's, this, yeah.
3: this
2: week we did a submitted topic for my girlfriend, Deb and her two kids. And uh, it was apps and eggs.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> we, so we
2: talk about apps and eggs. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right? Well, two, two of everyone's favorite things, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah.
3: So, so yeah, that's where you can find us. Um, and then we're also, we're, we live in Alameda. Um, so we play around here a lot. We play around the Bay area all mm-hmm. over the libraries. Cool. Um, and children's play spaces and um, we have regular gigs at a bunch of preschools in Alameda um, but we also played every once in a while just a one time show at schools and
0: other things so awesome. great yeah well thank you all so much for uh, for your time it was really fun to talk to you and hear the story of the Dilly Dallies and, and Jen put you on the spot but you handled it like a champ <laughs> and uh, it was great to, great to get to know you all and everyone yeah, nice find and follow the Dilly Dallies thanks again Thanks to Steve and Jen. Check out those dilly-dallies and stay tuned for Walking Around with Giants, which is coming at you just as soon as I'm done talking, which is going to happen really soon. For all the old episodes, www.goodstuffpod.com. Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. You interested in being on the Good Stuff Kids podcast? I'd love to have you on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Just let me know. Reach out. Thanks for listening. Here is Walking Around with Giants by the Dilly-Dallies. Talk to you very, very soon.
1: The giant cars and they speak the giant words. And how do they see with their eyes so far from the street? There have been giants all around. I'm always looking up to the sky Well they eat a lot of food And they try to feed me too I hear that they won't stop Until I'm all grown up There've been giants all around me Since the day I was born And they seem to be careful Not to step on me heard them say that I'm a giant too Well that may be true when I'm as old as you In life. There have been giants all around me since the day I was born, and they seem to be careful.
0: Duff.